0: Welcome back, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference of Illinois, and uh, thanks for listening here this morning on this beautiful Monday morning here in Chicago. Um, with us, we're going to talk about uh, something I think we're all very concerned about, um, and it is the reopening or the continuing uh, reopening of the churches in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And with us, we have on the phone uh, Bishop Hicks, who has been largely uh, involved and responsible for the plan to reopen. Bishop Hicks, you with us? this yes good morning bob hey good morning everyone good morning good morning good to talk to you um so i i was thinking like i bet you never in a million years did you think when you were going to seminary and becoming a priest did you think you would be in charge of or uh, have a key role in uh, reopening churches huh
1: no you know I've, I've learned to believe in god's providence even more you yeah. never know <laughs> what life is going to uh give, yeah and uh
0: Who'd have thunk? Uh, our,
1: our responsibility is to respond.
0: Exactly, exactly. So um, tell us a little bit about where we are in the planning process, because I do get questions about it. I think it does sort of depend on your individual parish, but in the archdiocese in general, um, the plan is underway, and, and and churches are either open or will be reopened pretty soon.
1: Correct. We put together a very robust uh, plan to reopen our parishes that uh, made sure when they do get reopened that people have access to public worship and to the sacraments, which they should have, and it's um, and we're excited about that, so we're, we're happy that it's going towards the reopening. And at the same time, the, the plans include every measure that we can think of so that uh, people remain safe and uh, and that we're looking for ways that we're we're staying healthy, that we're not spreading the virus. So it's uh, the the plan on a very basic level is saying that uh, each parish should have a a pastor and a team of people who participate in some training first. So there's some training of saying how do you reopen our churches safely for everyone, and uh, that training included. Um, uh, a webinar that they needed to participate in, mm-hmm. and then forming a team and getting teams of, of greeters and, and cleaners and people who are going to be organized at the parish level to make sure that things like uh, social distancing and and sanitizing afterwards are going through and some guidelines also. So that was the training. And once parishes went through training, um, they get their teams together and they put together their own plan based on our guidelines for their parish. Those plans are submitted to a, a group of us here at the Archdiocese for this um, kind of a task force looking at all the issues around COVID-19. It's presented to us, and then we then certify the the parishes for reopening, saying, yeah, you, you look like you've got your plan together, you look like you're following the guidelines, and you're you're ready to go. The certification has uh, a couple of phases, though. Um, so you, you could be certified first for phase one, which is uh, it's a very small and slow opening. First phase one says that you can have up to ten people for a funeral, for a wedding, for reconciliation, um, and then it's uh, it goes it goes to Phase One A, which is then a reopening for private prayer and devotion, like um, Eucharistic adoration, rosary, etc. So Phase One One A, and then after they've demonstrated that they've done at least uh, three of those—that they've had a, a small funeral or mm-hmm. a small baptism or a small wedding—and they've done three of those, they're small reopening for private prayer they can then apply for phase 2 which is the reopening for for mass for weekend masses sunday masses and then daily masses also and um for those masses that they um they can use a, a kind of a per capita seating that it's not limited to just 10 people but say you can go up to between 15 and 20% so if your if your church fits thousand people mm-hmm. you, you can, you might have up to 150 people, 200 people at one particular service following all the guidelines. So that would be phase two, but I'd just like to share some numbers with you. Please. Um, with what does that look like as of Friday here in the Archdiocese of Chicago with our, you know, 300 and some parishes, 277 of them have been certified for phase one, uh, 254 for phase one A, and then 162 were certified for phase two of the reopening plan. So it's um, every parish is different, and, and yeah. we we've told people that go at your own pace. Yep, if if you can get the volunteers and the people and they're ready to go, and you're, some people had their plans. <laughs> Literally done kind of six hours after our <laughs> webinar, they had everything going and they, yeah. they were anxious. They're doing great. Yeah, And others, it takes a little bit more time to, to convince people and to say, this is something we should be doing. So people are going at their own pace and we're helping them along the way.
0: I have to say, so uh, our parish, um, we went yesterday, uh, and we were at the max of 50, uh, sure. c- c- a- a place in the, in the, in the org chart or the, the progression. And, um, I have to say there was a couple of things that I think, uh, you know, just personally noting that it was extremely well organized. Um, I mean, to the point of like, you really noticed it, uh, it, it was a little awkward. We had a reservation system, so it was kind of like, uh, right. you know, checking in for my Table of three, you know, it was my wife, my son, and I. So it, it's just, it's a different experience. I think people need to know that it's not going to be the experience that you've had your entire life that you recall back on March sixth when we were last, whenever we were last at church. It is different. Um, but right. you know, I, I guess you know, my neighbor, we were talking about it yesterday, and they said, "How did it go?" And I said, "Well, a, it, I think the thing impression with me is it's extremely well organized. It is clear that um, it, it, there's an abundance of caution. Uh right. in, in everything we do. For example, before uh, before receiving Eucharist, before communion, they went and sprayed our hands a second time. You know, we got sprayed when we walked in, we got sprayed a second time. My hands have never been so clean. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just a different experience. You know, it enables you to receive the Eucharist. So we're ahead of the game. Um, but in, in the windows were open. There was clear ventilation. You know, it was just a, a very uh, different experience. I think it's going to take a little getting used to. And I, I think w- now next week we'll go up back up to the, the percentage Capacity. So we'll have a lot more people there, and that will feel different. And I think that will be better. The no singing, yeah, you know, it's a little awkward, but I think you get used to it. So, it's it's. I think people just need to know it's it's not going to be the same thing you're used to. But on the other hand, um, I, I think it's a step in the right direction because I'll just speak personally. Um, watching it on TV or on the laptop is, I think I've, I think we've maxed on that. Um, but for some people, I think they're going to have to keep doing that for a little while longer. So it was an interesting experience. I'll say that.
1: No, no, that's right. And you're pointing to, you know, every parish has to do it to their own pace, but we do want people, we're we're using an abundance of caution, yes. but we want people to return to the Eucharist and we want to provide that. So it's uh, we are not only being cautious with uh, the guidelines and all the protocols, but um, we also want to create environments that people feel safe returning. Yes, it was safe. There's, there's, there, yeah, there's some people who... Yep. We'll just say, you know, I, I'm not going out of my house, and, and I, I can't go. But to, to return to the Eucharist, th- this is this is the heart of who we are as church, and um, and so providing these sort of things and saying we are taking it seriously and we're looking to the you know to the best of our ability yeah. to it- make it a safe experience
0: it accomplishes those two things. It It is clear, you know, my, my perception is, and I'm not saying this, I'm just, this was my, per- it is extremely safe. I mean, there's people with masks. I said, you have to spray your hand. Uh, there was no singing. Um, it, it is clear that you are in the safest environment as you possibly could, I would, compare to being in your own home, um, probably more safe uh, than being in your home. Um, and then, secondly, you know, we were able to read the Eucharist. So, I, you know, like I said, you know, said, I think we're ahead of the game. Uh, and then, you know, that sense of community, it was there a little bit. You know, um, people did sort of, you know, they didn't mingle as long as they would after a normal mass. But it was good to see people again, and that you haven't seen in quite a while. So it was, it was a positive experience, and it was shorter too. It was, it was not probably as long as, as a normal mass would be. But that's because of the singing, and and it's just cognizant of what's going on. Around around you, um, you know. One of the things that I, I, we got two minutes left is that uh, I I think it's probably important to keep keep in mind. Is it was extremely well organized signage and everything. But you know, this costs money to do this. This is an extra cost sure. and burden on the parishes, right?
1: That's that's correct. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, and I think you know I think it's a chance to keep this in mind that um, because we haven't been at at masses frequently, to please you know continue giving. Um, through the ways through your parish, a lot of them have the give central program or, um, so any contributions that could be made to help offset some of those increasing costs and the costs that, uh, have not been able to been collected would, would deeply be appreciated. Um, any uh, feedback you've been hearing briefly about it so far? I, I, are people satisfied to, to, do you think, or what, what's the general you, you perception know, you get?
1: Here, here's the thing throughout, throughout the whole, uh, Throughout this whole process, we we receive constant feedback, and it's going to be a, a bit of a mix. Yep. For for some people, it's it's we're going way too slow. For f- some people, way too fast. But but overall, parishes have been very cooperative in terms of following the guidelines, and they want to do the right thing. And the majority have just been grateful saying. Thank you for giving us a plan. Mm-hmm. Thank you for giving us something that we can follow and do this together and, and and be safe and now bring the sacraments and the Eucharist together. So overall, it's been it's not only been um well received overall, but it's um it's been a collaborative effort also. it's um It's been good working with the different the different personnel and the different authorities and uh, the different groups. And also working with the different bishops in, in the state of Illinois. I know Cardinal Supich and the other bishops uh, regularly on conference calls saying, how are we doing this? How are we doing things together? Each diocese is a bit different with some mm-hmm. of the guidelines based on the density of population and, you know, the diversity. And, you know, each diocese is a bit different. But there's, there's just been a, a good sense of we want to do this, we want to do it right, and um a good sense of collaboration.
0: I think we are. And and I think most people appreciate, like you said, there being a plan and we're moving forward. That's clear. Uh yeah. we've we've kind of come out of the the where we were and now at least we're able to go back and then you know, hopefully, God willing as we move on and we'll be able to expand that more and more and pray that there's a vaccine or treatment and we'll can just go back to where it used to be. That'd be nice. But uh, this is the situation we have to deal with and we have to be safe and I think we're doing that and we're able to just receive the Eucharist. So we're we're doing we're at least we're on the right track
1: amen and let's move forward it's uh this, this holy hunger that we all have yeah. for for the lord for just this celebrating corpus christi yesterday and it's uh it, it's it's a good thing it, to be back at the eucharist and is. moving forward i agree
0: it is good bishop hicks thanks for your work on this i know like i said uh, not one of the things that you probably uh thought you would be doing but like you said yeah it, who knows a job description as 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 provided right who you, who knows what it's going to be next
1: that, that's right. All we do is uh, we surrender and we trust. Exactly. We're with the Lord. Yeah, thanks right. for
0: your great work on this, and thanks for the developing a plan and, and all the good work you've done with this. Thanks so much.
1: Uh, God bless you, and God bless all. God, God bless. You. Thanks. Take,
0: take care. This is Bob Gilligan. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We're going to come back with a uh, representative from the Diocese of Joliet talking about uh, a program they had underway over the weekend um, on racial justice. We'll be right back.